We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thanks to our J-Webb, and hello everybody. I'd like for us to consider one word today, and that is the word mercy. Whenever one studies the Bible, there are various reasons and motivations for one to study. And you know, when I was thinking of mercy for our broadcast today, I found a verse that seemed to arise more than others. A simple verse from Ephesians 2 and verse 4 that says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us. God, rich in mercy. And my, are we not thankful. I know the Ephesians were seeing how they lived. Going back to Ephesians 2 and verse 1, the Apostle Paul told them they were dead in trespasses and sins. He elaborated on that in verses 2 and 3 when he said, "...in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience." among whom also we are all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Oh my! They did not need the mercy of God. Oh, yes, they did. And I want you to notice, dear friends, the word, but. But God. You know, in Ephesians 2, verse 4, after all that hideous living of a sinful life, but God, it makes you stop. Yes, they might have walked according to the world, but God. Satan might have had his way, but God. How God's mercy came upon us. I mean, mercy we did not deserve, but the riches of God made it possible. The verse is of interest to other preachers as well. My friend Mike Winkler titled his writing, God Being Rich in Mercy. It's found in an exceptional study book called One Word. And from page 41, Mike expresses the following. We are all sinners, Romans 3.23 and 1 John 1.8, a truth we cannot hide or deny. Yet how many of us, like David, have sinned and tried to cover it up, pretending it never happened? Second Samuel 11 and verse 12. How many of us, like David, have found solace in our charade of innocence? How many of us, like David, have kept silent about our sins while living a life of guilt and regret? How many of us, like David, have had our sins exposed, causing us to realize our desperate need for God's mercy? Psalm 51, verse 1 and 3. David characterizes his life of sinful deceptions as wasting away, groaning all day long, and his strength drying up as the heat of summer. Psalm 32, verses 2 through 4. However, When he chooses to courageously acknowledge and confess his sin, he finds mercy and experiences God's forgiveness, 
Psalm 32, verse 4, Psalm 51, verses 3 and 4 and 17. David is not perfect, but because of his broken and contrite heart, throughout the remainder of his life, God characterizes him as a man after my heart, who will do all my will, Acts 13:22. How many of us are living lives that are wasting away and groaning all day long because we are unwilling to acknowledge our sinfulness and too ashamed to confess our sins? Why do we choose to live life in such misery? We do not have to. Like David, we too can enjoy and experience the mercy and forgiveness of God, Titus 3, 3-7. through Paul reminds the Ephesian Christians, God, who is rich in mercy, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, Ephesians 2, 4 and 5. The Hebrew writer encourages all Christians to draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need, Hebrews 4, 15 and 16. We appreciate Mike's thoughts, and we're going to examine further God, who is rich in mercy. But first, want to pause and thanks given to the editorial board of One Word, and especially to board member and co-editor Dale Jenkins for permission to use this material on the International Gospel Hour. We are indebted to them for their good work and our fellowship with them. You'll hear more about their work in days to come. And let's learn more of God's mercy in our lives, especially through Jesus Christ and His cross. Here's our Jay Webb with a wonderful opportunity for you, our listeners. Hey friends, for listening today, we'd like to send you absolutely free a book titled The Glory and Agony of the Cross. May we send it to you? Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Cross Book. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Cross Book. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information name, address, and type CROSSBOOK. We'll send it right away. We trust this study of the cross of Christ will be encouraging. Let's go back to Jeff. Remember, dear friends, when I mentioned the other preachers and their interest in the verse, Ephesians 2 and verse 4? As I was looking at that verse and thinking of the study of mercy for our broadcast again, uh, that verse just kept rising up, and, and I found other preachers had a great affection with it. My friend and brother Stephen Lucas shared his thoughts on this verse some time ago, and he simply titled it, God's Mercy. Now again, let's think of Ephesians 2 and verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us. My friend, Brother Lucas, broke it down into four parts, and the four parts that he broke this verse down went as follows. The phrase, but God, then the words, rich, mercy, and love. Let's think on these for a little bit, and again, I'm indebted to Stephen for such good writing and good thoughts. Think about the phrase, but God. This shows that God did something. We emphasize the word but, and in light of the sin in the lives of the Ephesians, that beautiful change, through God's mercy, 
one no longer has to continue living such a life. We're reminded of 2 Peter 3 and verse 9 that says, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Dear friends, it's through God's mercy that we're able to repent. It's through God's mercy we are able to confess. It's through God's mercy we are able to believe. It's through God's mercy we're able to be baptized into Christ. It's through God's mercy we're able to walk a faithful life. Think about how God is rich in mercy. Now, let's define rich. That would be defined as overflowing or an abundance. No matter the greatest of sin, God's mercy is greater. That God sending Jesus Christ to die for us on the cross is more than sufficient to cover sin. And where sin is great, God is greater. Now, let's look at the word mercy by itself. Again, it's defined when God does not give man what he deserves. God withdrew upon man what man deserved. How we're thankful for his mercy. There is a story of a woman who wrote a letter to the president seeking a pardon, begging for mercy on behalf of her son who was on death row. The president sent her a letter back stating that her son did not deserve a pardon. The lady sent a second letter to the president stating that if he deserved it, it would not be mercy, and that she was asking that he show mercy upon her son. The president granted the pardon, and the pardon was taken to her son, but he would not accept it. Because he refused the pardon, he was later executed. To save his life, all he had to do was accept the pardon. And God today has granted us all a pardon to accept or to reject. But just like the man on death row, it is up to us to either accept it or reject it. Let's think about that word love. It is because of God's great love for us that we are so blessed and have been given an opportunity to receive God's riches in mercy. In 1 John 4 and verse 10, In this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. And love is the key to our receiving God's riches. For Jesus said in John fourteen fifteen, If you love me, keep my commandments. And if we love Him, then we will strive to obey Him. In Hebrews 5 and verse 9 we read, And having been perfected, He became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey Him. Dear friends, would you obey Christ today? Do you see that great mercy in your life, the mercy that is there? Don't walk away from that. Be obedient unto the Lord in His will. Again, it's through the mercy of God that we can believe in Christ that we can repent of our sins, that we can confess Jesus as the Son of God, and that we can be buried with Him in the waters of baptism for our sins to be washed away, that we can walk a faithful life and be merciful and walk in the forgiveness that the blood of Christ will cleanse our lives. Dear friends, is that what you need to do today? We're going to pause for just a moment. Our brother Jay Webb has a couple of other thoughts, and then we're going to close for the day. We appreciate you listening today, and please take a moment to like and follow the International Gospel Hour on Facebook as well as Instagram. You can also follow us on Twitter at Our underscore Gospel. That's H-O-U-R underscore Gospel. 
This will keep you updated with our latest efforts, allow you to send a private message, or to know when the International Gospel Hour will be in your area. Follow us on social media. And now, here's Jeff. Thank you, Jay. And indeed, it is through the mercy of God that we're able to do the things we can do with the gospel of Christ, to work on social media, and to come to you on this broadcast each and every time. Let's continue our studies together, shall we? I'm Jeff Archie with the International Gospel Hour. And dear friends, until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.